0: The closer we get to retirement, the more important it is to avoid costly mistakes. On today's show, three retirement investment mistakes older seniors should do everything possible to avoid.
1: Welcome in to The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. Hey, welcome in everybody this is the retirement referee with steve caruso where we blow the whistle on financial fouls he is the best-selling author cookie cut this retirement distribution strategies for the non-conformist president founder of laurel wealth solutions highly sought after speaker to teach other advisors on how to do what we're doing uh, and uh, hi steve how are you I'm doing well, Steve. How are you? Very, very well, thanks. And, you know, we talk about um, making mistakes and how to avoid them, and, and what we're going to kind of dig into here is, you know, we've got, you know, when you talk about we get a little bit older, you know, we probably need to do some changing, especially if we had a plan put together maybe five years ago or ten years ago. We haven't looked at it since. We've got to take a look at that and realize, you know, where, where our risk tolerance is and how that might need to be adjusted.
0: Right, and a lot of times – the. You know this is not what you're so if you're sitting in your car right now you're thinking, oh, well yeah, I need to adjust my risk tolerance more conservative. A lot of times that's actually the wrong thing. so um what happens is a lot of times is that people will will shift their portfolio more into bonds, and that's what happens in like target date funds and um you know so if you have a retirement twenty twenty five fund, it's gonna be going more and more into bonds. And that's actually, especially in the environment we're in right now with inflation, that that can actually be the wrong allocation. Um, so it's not just about your risk tolerance. Yes, sure, you probably want to be more conservative, but then you want to look at what do I want those conservative assets to do? So you have the, it's kind of a paradigm shift in terms of the reason you go into bonds is because you want safety and you want income. So. What you want to take a step back and say, well, if the goal is to provide safety and income, then is there something other than bonds that will keep my principal safe and pro- provide me the, the income that I need for fewer dollars than what I would need to invest in bonds? And so that's why you have to kind of look at the whole plan holistically. And that's why spending is so critical, because you need to know when, the timing of how much money you're going to need every single year and the only way you're going to know that is if you kind of project your spending and even then it's an an, an inexact science so it's important that you have some system in place for monitoring your spending so that you can make asset allocation decisions based on your projected spending and not just based on some kind of cookie cutter
1: well, and well, as you yes, said,
0: risk tolerance is a factor of that, but it's not the the end all and
1: people. all. And and so as you work with people, once that plan gets put together, that's part of the review process, isn't it? That you do I don't know how often you do reviews, depending on I guess it depends on the person. But I mean, certainly once a year you take a look at things, don't you?
0: Yeah, so once a year we would rerun the plan. We're we're actually sitting with our clients on a quarterly basis, okay. and sometimes those quarterly reviews can you know sometimes they're like fifteen twenty minutes. It's just more like a check in, right? Um, but you know we're you know, as you as the facts on the ground change, we're rerunning the plan and we're, we're, we're doing scenario modeling and things like that. And you will, you will have changes in your life, right? So there it, it's, it's bound to happen. Um, and there are things that are going to go wrong, especially if you have like an older house, um, at some point you might need to put in a boiler or a roof. These are not completely unexpected expenses, but when you, you know, if you, if you haven't sat with a planner who's asking you those questions and a lot, most planners don't. Um, they're not asking you, so then it feels unexpected because you haven't budgeted for it. And so doing the initial legwork and sitting down and crafting what I call a a well-defined goal is, is critical because once you do that, then all of a sudden you're making, you're making decisions based on, on reality and, and what causes anxiety, right? Think about the times that you feel the most stressed is when you're uncertain about an outcome, an outcome, right? Right. So. If you plan for a whole litany of risks and they don't occur, what's that mean? Well, it just means you have more money, <laughs> so you're not going to be as stressed. But if all you right. don't plan for those risks, if you don't plan for those risks and, and they and they happen, now all of a sudden you're stressed because you're like, "Where is this money coming from?" And you know you have a market downturn and things tend to cluster, so it's those risks tend to pop up at times you don't want them to pop up, right? So. You know, you're you have a storm and, and a tree falls on your house and you're the market's down and then you're you know, you have uh, a child move back home and ask you for money. And and, and so all these different things happen. To, they tend to cluster. And that's what throws a retirement plan off, off, off track.
1: Well, I mean, boy, what's been happening this year is certainly uh, could be considered a cluster. <laughs> I right. mean, you yes. know, with with the market and the, and, you know, the war. I mean, there's just so much going on. And it has yeah, definitely is. an impact on on retirement, and certainly for seniors, it does.
0: Well, yeah, it, it has a big impact on seniors, and it, you know, inflation in particular, because if you so let's I, I want to kind of focus now more on the people who are maybe in this in the have been retired now for a few years, right? Mm-hmm. So if you did traditional planning, and you were one of these people that um, shifted more into bonds, well, guess what? Your bond portfolio. Is going down, right? Because interest rates are going up, and the price of your bond portfolio is going down. Your yield is doing nothing to keep pace with inflation. So, if you were living on, say, Social Security, some interest from a bond portfolio, and um, maybe have a small pension, well, even if your pension has a cost of living adjustment and Social Security obviously has a cost of living adjustment, those are not help. Those are not keeping pace with what we have going on with inflation, right? Right, and so you you're feeling progressively poorer and poorer, and when you're you know in your 70s, you're not going back to work most most likely, and so now it it forces you to make hard decisions that you probably don't want to make, like expenses that you're going to have to cut, or you know it limits what you can do. So you have inflation, and then you have market volatility, right? So now you could sell from that portfolio. But the bond piece of your portfolio is down, the stock piece of your portfolio is down. So now, when it does eventually come back up, and it will, um, you have less shares working for you. So now your ch- you have just dramatically increased the likelihood of running out of money. And so you could you could have a well diversified portfolio, and if you, you know, if you're with Fidelity or Ameriprise or one of these firms that does these, you know, these kind of cookie cutter asset allocation. Portfolios. You're you're you probably have a diversified portfolio, but if you haven't diversified based on the, the the timing of when you're going to spend, that all goes out the window, because you need to have the money that you're living on in the next three years. That needs to be in something safe that doesn't have market risk, and that's what's going to keep you invested in that asset allocation long term and not have to t- sell it at the wrong times.
1: Because, boy, we don't want to do that. And so many people have fallen victim to that, Steve.
0: Yeah, no, and that's what's devastating to your retirement. So if you if you go and you, you, even if you've done all the right things, if you haven't left yourself enough cash for expenses, and then all of a sudden you have a large cash expense, you either have to try and take out debt. Well, guess what? Very hard to get refinancing on your house when you don't have income coming in. Um, or you, you have to get high interest rate credit card debt. Or you have to sell your investments at an inopportune time, and so that's what planning will help you avoid, and that's that's the peace of mind that planning will give you, and that's why it's so important to be engaged with an advisor who's doing reviews on an ongoing basis and revisiting your expenses, because that's what's going to be critical. It's important to have an active relationship with your advisor through retirement. So, um, you know, they say sometimes in the commercials, "Oh, to and through retirement," but the through retirement is uh, is very important. And so, but the first step is sitting down and putting together that comprehensive plan. And that's what we uh, offer our listeners every week. So we would love to hear from you. Give us a call, and we will sit down absolutely no cost, um, and we'll put together a plan
1: for you. I like that, Steve. 800-705-9995. Go ahead, make the call, get your spot on the calendar, come on in, get that financial roadmap put together, or maybe you just need to review the plan you have now. It's a great way to find out where you are and how to get where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-705-9995. 800 800-705- 705 9995. If you're of the mind that if
0: you could retire tomorrow you would, the next segment is just for you. When we come back, some strategies to bump up your retirement date.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. This is the show. We blow the whistle off financial fouls as Steve, of course, been helping folks uh, get to and through. We talked about that just in the last segment. The through part is really important, and he's been doing just that for more than 20 years, helping folks and uh, so much more. Uh, Steve, you know, you, you got my attention when you said bump up your retirement date. I don't know who wouldn't want to do that if they could. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, so you'd be surprised. Some people have no interest in actually bumping. Some people say, I'm going to just keep working till the day I die. But Well, I think they're, they're... all
1: financial advisors because none of you guys are ever going to retire. <laughs> no, I know.
0: But uh, most people out there, when you ask them, oh, when would you like to retire? They say yesterday. Yeah, of and course. So, and if that's you, we can't stress enough how important planning is because what planning does is it gives you that knowledge. It hey, look, if I retire tomorrow, here's how much my income and assets could support in terms of lifestyle. What Could I live within those means? And then you can make a decision. So the next time you're getting irritated by your boss, if you want to walk out and hang, a, hang it up, you, you don't feel so bad because you have the knowledge to know, hey, I'm going to be okay. And so um, that's one of the things that, that planning will do. Now, if you aren't there yet, what we're going to talk about is some strategies that could help you move that retirement date up a little closer. If you're not already in a spot where you could retire. And so obviously the first one that you want to do, and if you haven't done this, um, you need to is max out your, your tax advantage accounts, meaning um, your 401k, you should be able to put away $27,000 into that. If you're over 50
1: years old. Sure. I mean, that's a big chunk of change.
0: That's a huge chunk of change. And then if your plan, oh, by the way, if your plan offers a Roth 401k, yes, you're not getting a deduction in your paycheck but all that money is going to grow tax-free. And that's going to have a huge impact later in your retirement because you have no idea what the tax brackets are going to be 10 years from now. Sure. So um, you're getting tax certainty by putting it in the Roth today, letting it grow. Hopefully that Roth grows at a a reasonable rate of return and doubles something like every nine years. So if, if you put in a dollar today, chances are, that second half of your retirement, um, let's just say, you know, 10 years in, you you're now have double what you put in into the Roth and all that money can be access tax-free. Nice. And so typically the Roth money that you're contributing, you want to be able to let it, you want to give it some runway. You'd like it to be, to have, you know, at least kind of 10 years out. Sure. Um, now investing for income, and this is what we kind of touched on this the last segment. One of the things that, and why it's so critical to meet with a planner who specializes in retirement distribution and not just a a regular jack of all trades is because you want to know how much income you actually need. And how do we determine that? Well, we have to ask you the right questions. We have to ask you what you see your lifestyle being so we can assign a cost to it. Once we know what your lifestyle is going to cost, then we can add in taxes, inflation, you know, market volatility. We can factor all those things in and say okay to keep this level of purchasing power throughout your retirement you're going to need to have X and um, you know and so you have say social Security and a pension you might have another you maybe have rental income you'll have these three sources of income coming in right but you're going to be spending seven thousand and those only account for six thousand you're going to need an extra thousand dollars a month of income. So now what we want to do, and this is where the paradigm shift that I talked about earlier comes in, is now what we're looking to do is we're going to say, OK, what's the investment that will produce me that income for the fewest amount of dollars? And so it's, it's completely different than looking and saying, all right, I need to have this percentage of my portfolio in bonds. Well, no, if the bonds are only yielding you 2% and you could get a 6% payout with something like a REIT or a fixed annuity or a fixed indexed annuity. Um, I'll I'll, I'll take the annuity any, any day of the week over the bonds. Um, if I'm doing it for income purposes. So the way you look at it, and the easiest analogy, and it's one that we've mentioned several times on the show, those from from the 80s, those total cereal commercials. Yes. Right? Where they stack up the bowls of cereal and say for one bowl of total, you have to eat four bowls of cornflakes. And so the the same the exact same premise here, right? So if you if if you need a thousand dollars a month, you might be able to do that by putting a hundred thousand dollars into some type of a fixed indexed annuity, but you'd have to put three hundred thousand into bonds. So I'll take the one bull of annuity instead of the three bulls of bonds every single time. Every time, right? And so and that's that's the idea. And so once you have that um, that number, then. What it does is you've set that money aside for income. You also know that you have, you're going to need an extra $1,000 a month. We know that the market is volatile. So we want to still be able to pick our spots on when we take out from the market. Well, the market sometimes has a bad year. The market sometimes has two or three bad years. Even in a bad generational type bear market, usually within five years, the market has come back up. So if you've set aside five years worth of your shortfall in something safe, so using this same example of a thousand dollars a month, if you had $60,000 of, of cushion in something safe like bank accounts or, or money markets or short-term bonds, um, something where it was like it's liquid, it's safe and you could access it when you need it. Um, that's what that does is it, it mitigates volatility. Why? Because in the years where the market's doing well you leave that $60,000 alone and you take it from the market but in the years where the market's doing poorly you take it from the the cash and then you replenish it once the market is doing well again and so keeping that same theory in place right your if the market was to have a four year period now you've depleted your 60,000 down to 12 but if it's come back four years later you can then just sell when the market's high and replenish the 48 that you withdrew. Sure. So that's why that's what the cushion does for you. All right. So what it allows you to do is once you've set aside that safety money and you've set aside the income money, then the rest of your money can be invested for growth. And if you invest a large piece of your money for growth, guess what you're gonna have a much higher likelihood of being able to do? Keep pace with inflation. Because over the long run, stocks are the only investment that that track and trend better than inflation over, over the long haul. So you still want to have stocks in retirement. Yes. You want to have a conservative piece of your portfolio, but you want to have the right amount conservative and you don't want to be overly conservative, which is what happens to a lot of retirees.
1: Sure. Well, well, it happens. uh, And I understand why, because we, you know, it's, you don't want to run out of money. That's the fear. Right. And so, and what
0: happens when you start to run out of money, Right. You panic. Um, you have to cut. You panic. You make bad decisions, right? So you're not making decisions from a position of financial strength, yet you're forced to cut spending. And usually you don't make those adjustments to your spending early on because most of these people are not working with a, an advisor who's doing regular reviews. It's critical to have a plan. It's critical to um, you know to work with someone who specializes in this. And to, to engage them in an in, in, in ongoing review and revisit your numbers and track your spending, all the stuff we talk about on the show. And that's all the stuff that be in the report that we put together. If you give us a call, um, we will show you, all right, here's what your projected spending is. Here's what your shortfall is. Based on that shortfall, here's, how, here's a rough sketch of how your assets should be allocated. And... Then, you know, obviously if you became a client that we would be doing the ongoing review every three months and, and, and checking in and, taking the temperature of of where you stand
1: 800-705-9995 make the call now you'll see where you are and more importantly you walk out with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be 800-705-9995 800-705-9995 when we come back spending in
0: retirement for some it's a struggle to go from acquisition to distribution some tips on how to loosen the purse strings and keep your retirement on track
1: are back on The Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. We blow the lid on financial fouls. Uh, th- Steve, best author, Cookie Cut This, Retirement Distribution Strategies for the Nonconformist. He is a fiduciary, independent, but helping folks for more than 20 years. Visit the website. It's laurelws.com. Really encourage you to jot that down. Visit when you can, Laurel. Ws.com. lots going on on that website steve you keep it pretty updated and and uh, sort of evolving and i love your kind of take on things that you put out there
0: yeah no and I, i like i like we've said before but i i do a weekly blog post so you really can see uh how how i feel about what's going on in the world and um i try and keep it fun um so i i usually do a theme every week and uh obviously you can listen to the podcast and past episodes of the show um from the website also there's a link to my book there is um a lot of different informational videos also and so there's uh there's a lot on there a lot of content
1: a lot of content exactly and and you talked about this you know that that transition from acquisition, we just spend our whole lives thinking about saving money. That really is sort of the motivation of a lot of us, uh, you know, to we've got to keep saving. You got to keep saving. And then all of a sudden we get to retirement and we still think we have to save and we can't really spend that money. That's a tough, that's a tough transition, isn't it? It is. So
0: the, the, what I always say is that the person who's uh, a spendthrift doesn't all of a sudden become frugal overnight. And the person who's frugal doesn't all of a sudden become a spendthrift. overnight.
1: Uh, You make a good point.
0: (laughs) And so if you've lived frugally, it can be challenging to loosen the purse strings. It's actually I encounter that problem much more often than the, the spendthrift that uh, that needs to be taught to be more frugal, because um, typically the people who are seeking advice are the people who are who are already disciplined and they want right. to they want to they want to be 100 percent sure. And so they've lived a lot of times they've lived a frugal lifestyle. Well, it's good uh to to know how much potentially could be left over if you continue to maintain your normal lifestyle in retirement, right? Or how much more spending you could take on. So a lot of times what we'll end up showing you in the report is based on what you're spending now, um you're you're spending at say five thousand dollars a month, right? Mm-hmm your income and assets could support a $12,000 a month lifestyle. Now, is that person going to all of a sudden going to increase their spending from 5,000 to $12,000 a month? Probably not. So what we show you is if you don't increase your spending, here's how much money is going to be left over when you're 90 years old. This is this is going to be your estate. Who is that earmarked for? And then we can if we if we start with the end number, we can then make better decisions because if that money is earmarked for um your children. There are ways to get that money to them more efficiently. If that money is earmarked to a charity, there are things that you can do today that will benefit you. That will still also benefit the charity upon your passing. So, the end of a retirement distribution is an estate plan. And so, if you've been frugal, chances are you're also going to be leaving some money, uh, some money at the end. Sure. So, well, I think it's important.
1: Well, absolutely. Why well, it's that's I mean that's why it's important to plan and and you know right now things are in such a state of upheaval, if you will. It's a lot of uncertainty out there. There's uh, inflation that seems out of control, and uh, we we found a a report. Um, of, this is according to a BMO Real Financial Progress Index quarterly report. So this is what they do. And they do a survey of, of, of you know a lot of Americans. And what they just found out was that about 25% of Americans say they'll have to delay their retirement because of all this inflation. Now, Ed Yardini of Ed Yardini Research says, yeah, well, it don't look for it to go away anytime soon. I think this is going to continue to be a very volatile year. I think it's next year that I'm anticipating we'll see better times ahead. But for now, I think um, the lower inflation is going to help for a while. We still have some uncertainties with regards to energy, for example, up up ahead here. But what's really come down quite a bit is uh, durable goods inflation. And a lot of that has been used car prices of all things. And there's still plenty of room for other durable goods in inflation rates to come down. On the other hand, rent inflation is going to be a problem. So there's, there's still going to be a lot of volatility in the market uh, as these numbers continue to buffet around. What do you think, Steve? Is he making sense there?
0: Yeah, so I, I think what you're going to see, and I I'm I actually kind of buy into what he's saying and what he's kind of talking about is a a more U shaped recovery. So we had, if you, you know, you don't have to go back too far to, to see significant market drops. Like we had one in 2018 when the Fed started raising rates, the market dropped 19%, but then it came right back up almost in like a V shape. So it went down really steep, really fast, and then went back up really steep, really fast. 2020 was even steeper of a drop, right? With COVID, we went down maybe 37%, I think, Peaked to trough, and then we bounced right back within a few months. And so, again, that more of a V shape. What I think is happening now is that the markets have come back because of inflation and the Fed raising rates. The markets have gone down, but it it seems as if every time we start to get a little momentum in a positive direction, we go back down. The reason being is that we need to see inflation move meaningfully lower, and Ed touched on it. Some of the things, um, the underlying things that have been driving inflation are starting to come back down. Um, But the two that has investors nervous, um, the two that make people feel less confident about the state of the world are when you go to get gas and you're paying $60 to fill your car and you go to the grocery store and it's 20 or $30 more than what you normally pay. Um, So those two things are where people feel it the most. And I think you need to see at least on the grocery side of it, um inflation start to trend down before you see the stock market move meaningfully higher. Um, I don't think gas prices are going down anytime soon, uh especially since we're in the summer and gas doesn't usually go down in the summer to begin with. no so um but yeah i I agree with him that I think that the market will probably continue to struggle at least for the next few months. I think tail end of this year we probably um if we do see two or three reports in a row where inflation is trending lower, I think the market takes back off so it's important to to look at that in the context of your retirement now if you've in the planning process for retirement if you've properly segmented your assets then it shouldn't be an issue right because you've already accounted for the first five years of your retirement and what you're going to need and you can let the market ride out but if you were if you were planning on just kind of doing all this once you retire and re- removing your assets around. Well now is not the time to do that when the market is low. you want to do it when the market is high
1: of course uh eight hundred seven oh five nine 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 five folks if you'd like to get on the calendar so you know again this whole inflation thing and 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 the market so you think really a year from now we're going to be in a in, certainly in a different space I
0: do because under the underlying fundamentals are not bad. it's planning and and knowing and re reallocating based on when your projected what your projected spending is now if you've done this and you were planning on retiring this year this shouldn't impact your your retirement date because you should have already allocated the stuff um into safe in, into a safe spot the money that you're going to need for the first five years of retirement which would give, give that growth piece of your portfolio plenty of time to come back up if you haven't done that um, you could still retire, but you want to, you still want to put together a plan and figure out, you know, where to, where to reallocate from. And so, um, you have to really kind of figure out a place where to take the first money from. That's going to be, that's still going to give you the, the opportunity to make back any loss that you experienced. So it's a little bit more of a difficult task, but not, not something that's not, not something that's impossible. And that's, and that's something we can help you with and that's something that we offer to our listeners every week we can put together that plan for
1: you 800-705-9995 800-705-9995 time once again for questions
0: from listeners that and more when we come right back
1: And we are back on the, the Retirement Referee with Steve Caruso. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, having a great show today, as always. You know, it, it, we've been talking a lot about, uh, you know, things that are going on currently. And, and because there is so much going on, Steve, it just, to me, it just drives the point home, how important that plan is. And if you don't have one, how important it is to make sure you get one of them. And especially if you talk about it, if you're in that retirement red zone, you've got you've got to be ready.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely you do. I mean, it's so important to do the planning and we've had the wind at our back in the markets up until this year, right? Mm -hmm. And so it hasn't impacted you. If you didn't do the planning, you still had, you were still in a good spot to reallocate, even if you did the planning after you retired. If you were planning at retiring at the end of this year and you haven't done the planning yet, well, it puts a little bit more strain. It doesn't mean you can't retire. It just you want to you want to have the certainty. So you want to see what the the downdraft in the stock market has done in terms of your ability to maintain your lifestyle in retirement. And so that's where a plan comes in. So you might you might have had more of a cushion three months ago, but you want to say you want to see is there still enough of a cushion Um, and am I still in an all right spot to retire? Even if you've not done the planning, so that's what the planning will do for you. And that it will show you where you are, what kind of income and assets you're and what kind of lifestyle, ultimately your, you can support, uh, assuming you live into your nineties.
1: Well, and again, with that in mind, that's why I think working with a a fiduciary, independent advisor that's got a lot of experience, well, that's you, Steve, and and you can certainly help us get there. If you want to get a head start, it's 800-705-9995. All right, let's jump into a couple of questions here. Let's see, uh, Beverly's looking for some help. She says, I'm 52 years old and divorced and considering uh, getting remarried to a man who's 61 years old, also divorced. Can I draw on his Social Security when I turn 62? Can his ex-wife also collect on his Social Security?
0: Yeah, so um, the answer is most likely yes to both of those questions. Okay. Um, So, I mean, assuming, uh, you know, you're only 52 now, so but uh, assuming you stay married to the the new husband, um, you should be able to collect on his Social Security. And his ex-wife, assuming she doesn't remarry, prior to age 60 should be able to collect uh, you know and also assuming that they were married for 10 years but so there's a, there are some little you know nuances to the rules but you, you know most likely uh the answer would be yes that you could both collect.
1: All right, well, good. I mean, you know, at fifty-two, she's planning. You know, obviously looking ahead, which is good. That's a that's a great time to really put a plan together, isn't it? Those early fifties.
0: Yeah, that's the perfect time to start doing this planning. Is when you're in the when you're in your fifties, and I mean, we talk about this all the time on the show. I work with a lot of federal employees, so sure, a lot of times federal employees are actually retiring in their fifties. So you might be fifty-two, but planning on retiring at fifty-seven. So. Um, you know, and that's, you want to make sure that, um, you have, you have enough because you're going to have a long retirement. And so, um, and maybe your own earnings record is not the greatest because you're retiring early. And if you have an ex-spouse that, um, has got a great earnings record or a new spouse that's got a good earnings record, as would be the case in these, in these two women's situations, um, it might, you know, it, it might make sense to collect on their record as opposed to your own.
1: All right, Beverly 800-705-9995. If you want some clarity on that, Ben has a question. He says, "He says I'm the guy that never opens his investment account statements because I'm well scared to look and because I don't really know what I'm looking at anyway. How do you help a guy like me?" Ben, the, I had to take this question when I saw it come in. I, I, I love,
0: I love clients like that because you're also not prone to knee jerk reactions. If you're not, if you're one of the people that yes, you're scared to look but if you're not looking you're if you've allocated it correctly there are going to be periods where it's scary and those are the periods where you have to detach yourself emotionally which it sounds like that's what you're doing by not opening the account statements and that's that's the actually the the best thing because when you're the people who watch it every day or who have who have the CNBC on constantly right. they're much more prone to making knee jerk reactions based on something that some talking head on TV said, as opposed to just sticking with the plan and remaining disciplined. Um, and whereas the person who doesn't open the statements is a lot more likely to actually um, stick with the plan because you're doing your quarterly reviews with your advisor. So you, you still know where you stand, but you're looking at it in with a guide who's explaining what, those, what the, the impact of that market drop was on your overall retirement which in most cases is actually a minimal if you've allocated things correctly.
1: Sure. All right. Well, again, so you like a guy like Ben. I mean, that that's somebody that you can really help. Yeah, no. And the key
0: Ben is to have the right plan in place. Right. And so, um, you know, if you haven't looked at your statements and you're a year out from retirement, and you're planning to retire tomorrow and you have no plan in place, that's a different story. But if you have the plan in place, You don't necessarily need to do much more than than just your quarterly reviews and and revisits with your advisor.
1: Sure. All right. 800-705-9995. Let's see. Keep going here with uh, Hannah. Hannah says, I recently divorced and retired. My ex-husband previously handled our finances after my, di- so after my divorce, I hired an investment manager to handle my investments. Now, since my personal experience is not that much and I'm kind of new, I'm wondering how to evaluate my portfolio's performance compared to averages. Is she, is she asking the right question there? Yeah, I,
0: Hannah, there's a lot to unpack there. So um, just because uh, you've never handled the finances doesn't mean that um you know, you have to you have to just be detached from it. So you know, your advisor should be educating you on everything. And you should understand what you own and the person who is guiding you should be patient with you. So they should understand that our, you don't have any previous experience. And they should really be going out of the way to uh, to make you feel like this is why I own this. This is why I own this. So, so it should be, you should be able to walk out of there. And if a family member asks you why do you own that you should be able to give an answer because you understand it and so um one of the main things that we do with all of our clients in in, in a situation like yours hannah is we really take the time and sometimes um and sometimes i'm you know I'm, I'm not just not just in the meetings we're after the fact we're investing a lot of time in phone calls and stuff in between meetings to really make sure you're understanding every piece of paper that comes in every every, everything that's going on. Um, that's number one. And so in terms of looking at performance, the first thing you want to look at is how am I paying for it? Right? So what is the fees? One of the things that we do for every one of our clients is we do a a fee analysis that doesn't show you in percentage. it, It does show you in percentages, but doesn't just show you in percentages. It shows you in dollars, what you're paying. So, when you look at things in dollars, you make better decisions.
1: We are up against the clock already, Steve. Why don't we invite folks to call one more time?
0: Yeah, we do have a we do have a couple spots left on the calendar. We would love to hear from you. And uh, we will put together that comprehensive roadmap for you, that financial plan. And you are going to know, all right, here's what my income and assets can support if I retire tomorrow, if I retire in a year. If I retire in two years, we do all of that scenario modeling in the report. It's an eye opening experience. It's different than a lot of what's out there um, because we don't follow any kind of cookie cutter approach. We're really going to take the time to get to know what you want your retirement to look like, and we're going to project that out and, uh, and give you that roadmap.
1: That sounds fantastic. Folks, it's a phone call away. Get that make that call today while you're thinking of it. 800-705-9995. Get the comprehensive financial review that Steve just described. There's no cost, there's no obligation. Just make the call. 800-705-9995. 800-705-9995. Steve, as always, a pleasure to be here. I love the information. I love your take on things. It's just it's just very refreshing. Thank you. I love doing the show. We'll be back here
0: again. Next Sunday evening, and thank you for listening, Orlando.
1: Information on this program is educational in nature, and is not intended to be a recommendation for any specific investment product, strategy, plan, or other purposes. Information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of subjects discussed. Prior to making any investment or financial decisions, an investor should always seek advice from a financial, insurance, legal, or tax professional that takes into account all of the particular facts and circumstances of an investor's own situation. Laurel Wealth Solutions and or Stephen Crusoe offer investment advisory and financial planning services through Bellpoint Asset. Asset. Asset Management, LLC, and Investment Advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Registration with the SEC should not be construed to imply that the SEC has approved or endorsed qualifications or the services Bellpoint Asset Management offers, or that its personnel possesses a particular level of skill, expertise, or training.
0: Coach P Radio.